three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raw Mentality. We're your hosts. My name is Harris. And my name is Sarah. And our podcast is all about mental health, advice, relationships, and personal struggles. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to our podcast. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Also, don't forget to follow, share, and download on all social media and streaming services. Also, don't forget to send us your questions, your comments, and concerns on our socials at Raw Mentality Podcast or through email. And without further wait, let's get it on. Let's get it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Mentality. Hello. And uh, today, what's our topic going to be? Our topic will be the law of attraction. Law of attraction. Sounds pretty cool. It it is pretty cool, actually. All right. Well, say less. Let's dive right into it if it's cool. Say less. Okay. Well, the first thing, I I think we should start off with the definition of it, no? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I looked it up. You know me. So it is defined as the belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into people's lives. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that is true. I think if you're negative, you will attract more negative, uh, more negativity in, in your life. At least that's how it is for me. Often I notice like if I act out on my negative emotions, it just brings more negativity to me mm-hmm. instead of a positive outcome. Um, so it doesn't have to sound like so you know, crazy or delusional or like witch doctorish. Like it's it's actually right. true. Like, you know, if you for example, like from our last episode, like if you get angry, you punch something, you break a hole in the wall, then you gotta pay and now you're more pissed than you were before. Yeah. Um, but that's just like a really simple example of it's it. Like, yeah, the basic really obviously but... it gets worse than that sometimes. Yeah. Um so I feel like the key to that is trying to keep your emotions in check. Your right. negative emotions at least. Right. Um so really from what I learned it is um, pretty much manifestation, you know, imagining your dream life. And then it really look, focuses on the ask, believe, receive dynamic. Okay. So um, that's pretty much what it is from what I looked at it. Can I ask you if you believe in it? Um, I don't necessarily believe too much in it from the positive aspect. I don't think that like you're always going to get positive if you put if you put good in, you're not always going to get good out necessarily. Um, it really depends on circumstance. There are certain things outside of your control that it doesn't really matter how much good you do, it's going to hold you back or it's going to be over you. Right. Um, but you also still have to have that belief that you have to do whatever you can cuz you know, at the end of the day, a lot of stuff is left up to chance and luck. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I necessarily believe in it wholeheartedly. I do believe in the negative aspect of it, that you can make your life worse, but I don't always believe it's that easy to make your life better. But you have to be willing to try. Hmm. Um, okay. I feel like that's the takeaway from it. So have you ever done it, or has it ever worked for you? I've tried. I've been trying. It's been hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know, we talked about how I've been trying to be much more positive, and yes. to be honest with you, it feels like I'm starting from square one again lately. Really? Yeah. You seem um, a lot better lately, though. I mean, I've been... Uh, there's changes to me, yeah, personally, but in terms of how I feel, I don't feel positive on the inside oh, all the God. time, to be honest with you. And I'm not trying to make this, like, all about me, like, oh, how I feel. But that, to, if you want me to be honest and give you my raw do, mentality, yeah. that's that's how I've been feeling lately, just kind of um, kind of down, not going to lie to you. Hmm. I don't know why. Just low on energy, not really feeling like doing anything. 
Okay. Um, but I've been trying to fight through it. That's good, though. So I do believe that if I keep trying, that eventually something good will come out of it. That's true. Um, maybe, maybe this will help you. Yeah, but I'm thinking also what I might need is just like a little break from either making music maybe or something. Maybe not. Maybe Better not be the podcasting. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I think that I need to step back and there needs to be some kind of a change mm-hmm. in terms of how I spend my time. It's been a little bit hectic lately. That's kind of what I attribute it to the most. I don't say I want to I don't want to say that it's like negative aspects of me reacting negatively. I think I'm doing everything as positively as I can. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean is like it's just kind of hard. Um it still weighs on you mentally, so I got to figure out a better way of dealing with everything. Wow. How about you? Do you believe in that? Uh, well, I don't know if I believe in it fully, but I feel like it's worked for me in the past. Okay. Um, I didn't exactly know what it was when I was doing it. I, I feel like this just kept coming up because I, I think I mentioned it on the previous episode. I do go, when I watch YouTube, it's always like, almost always, you know, sometimes I end up in the black hole of, you know, YouTube, but... um. For the most part, it's self-improvement videos, you know? Okay. So the law of attraction kept coming up as a video suggestion. So I was like, I don't know, that sounds weird. Like, I don't know. It sounded really weird to me. So I kept ignoring it. I was like, whatever. And then it just kept coming up. So I was like, you know what? I guess either the algorithm really wants me to watch this or to a certain extent, maybe I should be watching this. So... I clicked on it, and I watched some videos. And you know what? I was like, oh, my God, this kind of makes sense. I was really skeptical skeptical at first, but it made sense to me to a certain extent, you know? Mm. And Yeah, there's truth to it, and then there's, like, some BS to it, I want to say. Yes, and we'll touch upon both, both yeah. sides. Yeah. I more so want to focus on explaining exactly the good aspect of it. The, the good real, aspect. The real aspect What it, of it. is. More so what it is and how you do it. Yeah. And then, obviously, we'll see what we think about it after. Okay. Because I've done some research, obviously, you know? Okay. But um, I don't think I, – I, I probably don't have all the points down, mm-hmm. but I have, you know – Enough, yeah. Enough and the basics. Okay. Okay. So. Let's hear some. Really, I want to start this off with a quote. Okay. And I want you to read it, if you all don't right. mind. Let me see. Okay. So the quote says, you are the author of your own reality. That's very true. But like I said, it also depends on sometimes there are circumstances that you can't avoid. Um, You can't write certain circumstances out of your life. Right. Um, You ever heard of the butterfly effect? I have. Yeah. That's one thing that I really do believe in um, is the butterfly effect. I feel like something outside of your control, outside of anyone's control can multiply beyond proportions that you can't really perceive understand even yeah but at the same time i do agree that you have the ability to control your own actions your own outlook and your own mentality on life Mm -hmm. um you're basically the driver in the you're basically in the driver's seat of your body Mm -hmm. um so you decide where you go and what you do and how you spend your time and what outcomes you're looking for out of that okay but at the end of the day there's always a hint of chance in everything um you can never take for granted the fact that this life is unpredictable and chaotic. I feel like that's just the nature of everything is the fact that everything is chaotic, yet there is um, a strive to maintain a certain level of order from people. And I feel like that's what we try to do on a daily basis. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, With this, though, it focuses, the first thing that it focuses on is scripting. Okay. So What do you mean by that? What I mean is, um, basically, what you do is, this is like the gist of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Basically, you write down your, what you want, okay? You write down what you want, but then it goes on to... How are you going to do it? Um, yeah, details, how you feel, and all that. So we'll get into that. But really, okay. the most important thing that I kept picking up from this is the writing in the, in the present tense. So as if you already have right. the life or the thing or whatever it is. Right. So let's say you want a new job, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then you will write us if you already got the job. You'll write about, I don't know, the first day that you were on the job, how it makes you feel being at that job. Okay? All right. Let's say you want to be a millionaire. You write down the first day that you found out, you know, that you became a billionaire. How did that feel? Or a millionaire. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> That's even bigger, but you know what I mean? Yep. Um, or, you know, how your day-to-day would be as, as a millionaire. And, again, you write down how it makes you feel, all that. Um, and even it, some people do it about their dream partner. I think I think that's I don't know that that's questionable to me, but I guess they write down how that person makes them feel and their dream relationship dynamic. I think as far as that goes for me, I kind of got that covered. Yeah, I think we both do. <laughs> I would hope that we both do. I know that I do. Yes, the um, relationship aspect. I guess we're we're good. It's more so the millionaire part, <laughs> but um, no, I I really do think that people do this to make them feel as if. They already got, you know, the life. Um, And the last thing that I want to touch upon that was really intriguing to me was how people even write out their ideal routine, like their ideal morning routine. Once they've become a millionaire or something already. Like Like they just your dream morning and they write about as if they have lived that or how it would feel. Um, Okay. And daily, weekly, monthly, yearly routine. And then... Sounds interesting. Yeah. That's my phone going off in the background. <laughs> so I I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting. And I even tried it. I tried it about um, how I would feel to finally get the company that I want to start. It kind of reminds me of a vision board. Yeah. It really does. And actually, I, I have it listed somewhere. We did that in school for a project. I kind of thought it was pointless. I'm not going to lie to you. But at the same time, really? I, I do see, I do see like the idea of where it could be useful. Yeah. Um, it just kind of reminds you of your goals and keeps you in, in check and also kind of gives you like a base to return to if all else fails. And it's going to sound really, really, really basic, but it reminds you of the aesthetic of it. Yeah. And I feel like for me, the aesthetic that I want to be is very important is very important and it motivates me. Okay. I understand that. Yeah. I feel like you can do the same thing by just keeping it in your head though. It is harder. It's harder because your, your brain goes through waves throughout the day, you know, with your emotions and all that. Yeah. But if it's again, like we talked about, like in the previous episode, if it's staring you in the face, Mm -hmm. it's staring you in the face, you know? But also when you're like me, I'm pretty devoted to what my goal is. Yeah. I forget sometimes the fact that I want to make the world a better place, yes, but I'm frequently reminded of that on a daily basis, to be honest with you. 
Um, so maybe that could help me is writing down how I can make this world a better place through what ways. Not even like how, but as if you've already done it. Yeah. And yeah. how it would make you feel basically is, is the scripting part of it. Yeah, I feel that. Um, and it's also, I mean, I, but obviously, to be honest with you, every single day I'm always thinking, how can I do more with music? That's what's always at the top of my head is like, what can I do? Like, But it's not really what, what can I do. It's as if you already got what you want with music. So you have to act like you've already done you it. You have to act like you already have the life that you want to live. Hmm. That's the whole point of this. You have to act like you already are what you want to be. I've been trying to do that lately, too. And to be honest with you, I, I do kind of realize that. Like, I, to a certain extent, I do already have the life that I've wanted to live for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not living with the parents anymore. I live with my girlfriend. You're the type of girl I always kind of expected to be with, to be honest with you. Oh. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we both do things that we both enjoy. Mm-hmm. Life can be stressful at times, yeah, but... To be honest, without that stress, it's pretty slow moving and boring at times. At times you need that, but at times you need that balance of stress too. Right. To, you know, just keep you having fun, keep you in the swing of things. Yeah. High highs, low lows, huh? Yeah. But um, another thing that was really important, not just writing on how it would make you feel, but make sure that you focus on the positive or what it is that you want and not the negative. Hmm. So it's... It's kind of like I kept seeing the phrase like attracts like or like attract like, which I guess it's like <laughs> it's like um, what you the intentions that you put out is what you'll attract. Again, how we said previously. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I kind of agree with that. But at this kind of like how you. Yeah. You know, there's certain aspects to it there's, that involve chance. Mm-hmm. That chance or luck. luck or something. Yep. So, I don't know. I, that's where it kind of lost me at, at first, and that's where I was like skeptical, skeptical about it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm still trying to decide if this is something that is gonna work for me, or maybe I'll implement a few things from it, or whatever works for me again. But I don't know. I'm, I'm still working through this. Um, but the next thing is the the next important part of, of scripting is you want to be as accurate as possible. So you have to give a lot of details and you have to obviously, again, they really emphasize this point, focus on emotions and how it'll make you feel. That is, I want to say that how it makes you feel is probably listed after everything. And how does that make you feel? When I was doing the research, it would always be, you know, point. And how does that make you feel? Okay. So it's, I, I think that's obviously really important because they kept bringing it up again and again and again, obviously, but. It is important, but I feel like it it's also is. hard to imagine. You it can't is. always have the perfect ideal scenario and every time maybe you might not feel the same way that you thought you would. Yeah. I feel like that's something that a lot of people run into and that's where a lot of dreams are broken is because they have higher expectations of what they want you know what of, of what they are trying to do in life and i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of guilty of that too mm-hmm. sometimes i we think like are. you know if i'm a famous rap star like you know or or whatever musician that's what's gonna make you happy. that's what's gonna make me happy but at the end of the day that's not really what's gonna make me happy what's really gonna make me happy is if i'm just able to you know live a good life and influence some people positively through my music and through things that i enjoy doing at the end of the day that's really what it is it doesn't matter if you have 100 listeners, 1,000, 10,000, a million, I mean, yeah, you can do certain things with, with 
each varying tier as 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 much as it goes up. Same thing mm-hmm. with the podcast. Right. Um but I feel like what it's all about is enjoying it and just having fun with the ride. Um a lot of people ignore that and they only aim for success. And I feel like I've been kind of blind with that, having tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. At times it's good to have that because it keeps you hungry, it keeps you motivated, but it also, you know, you have to realize that there are certain things more important than just success from what you perceive. Right. You know, like I feel a lot better when I go and hang out with my family. Yeah, for sure. You know. I do too. So. Or when we spend time together. Yeah, or when we do something like this that may not be music related, but could help me with my music career or maybe doesn't even help me with it, but is a positive influence on my mental health. Right. You know what that kind Conversation, of... Conversation, people. <laughs> you know what that kind of reminds me of? I remember um, we we briefly talked about it in the past episode, but we, we said how for the first, you know, year and a half, two years of our relationship, um, it was very surface leveled with us. Yeah. And but, then after that, we got... Yes. Different. But... My point here is that me and you would always talk about it because I wouldn't give you everything. You know, I wouldn't show you everything of me. Yeah. And how you said you're still peeling back layers of the onion. Yeah. You said that in a previous episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you would tell me, I, I, I want you to talk to me. I want you to, I want you to express yourself to me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. But yeah, it I was guess hard for you at first. It was hard, really hard. You know, sometimes it still is. It's really hard to express myself. You kind of just wanted to keep me happy and not have me worry about you. Yeah. I feel like. But it's kind of how I was. made it easier for you, too, though. Yeah. Which is kind of why I play stupid, because I'd rather people think I'm stupid than worrying about me. That's the thing is, you're not only hurting your significant other by doing that, you're also hurting yourself because you're bottling those emotions or whatever feelings you're having instead of having that positive outlet for it. Maybe I'm not going to tell you exactly what you need to hear in the moment, but the fact that you're able to get it out and get it off your chest helps. At the time, though, I I didn't really, it wasn't my priority to what what I was feeling. It was more so a priority of what you were feeling. Okay. And, you know, obviously that's not healthy in those... Yeah, and you got to think about yourself more, too. Yeah. Just because you're in a relationship and you really love the other person doesn't mean you should always put that person in front of you. Exactly. You also got to think about yourself, too. But at the same time, there's a limit to how much you can do either of those things. Right. It's a thin line. The point of me bringing that up is that we both, I guess... It, it qualifies as this. We manifested that into a relationship. We have a whole podcast now. Yeah. Where we talk. We talk even when the mic is not off. I mean, when it's not on. Yeah. You know, we have deep conversations now. That's true. To the point where we break down even walls that we didn't know that were there. So I yeah. feel like we actually manifested that into our relationship. We implemented it, yes, but it's something that we always wanted. Would you agree? Yeah, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I don't think that necessarily we were looking for it from each other in the beginning, but just from no. somebody. Yeah, or something, you know. And, we were but then we eventually became those people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I do agree with that. Um, I did want to mention this because, um, I've talked. We've talked about it before, right? But, um, basically, I'm always on TikTok, right? All the time. You know this. I know this. Everyone knows this. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Um, whatever. I was just scrolling, right? One of the videos come came up, and it was this girl, and she got my attention because she brought up the law of attraction, okay. but not in the sense of you know like explaining what it was. She basically said, you know, I was I was looking for my dream man, you know, 
And at first I was going to scroll. I was like, oh, whatever. And then she kept talking. She was interesting. So I kept watching. So what ended up happening is, I guess, when she was single and she was heartbroken because someone cheated on her, this um, she sat down and, and she basically followed the law of attraction. Okay. She didn't know it at the time, but she basically did. Okay. And Can you explain a little bit more? Yeah, I, I will. But um, basically, she sat down. She wrote down exactly like how I said before, you know, people dream about their dream partner. Mm-hmm. And she wrote down how, you know, he made her, he would make her feel mm-hmm. how, um, you know, the dynamic relationship would be, what their family would be like, what his family would treat her as, everything, you know, down to what he looked like. And then whatever, she forgot about it, right? She even said it. I was, she said, I forgot about it. I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that. It was just some activity I did when I was heartbroken. Okay. So... You know, fast forward, she met someone and, you know, whatever. This wasn't even on her head. And so one day, I guess she was cleaning out her uh, drawer or whatever she was cleaning, and she found it again. And Mm. they were months into this relationship. Wow. She looked at it, and everything was exactly as she had written it down. She said the only thing that was different was that she wanted sister-in-laws, and all she got was brother-in-laws. That was the only difference. But she was so specific. Hmm. And I guess, like, she attracted that into her life because that's what she was looking out for. Now, how much of that do you think is actually law of attraction? How much of it is just coincidence based on what she already – based on the fact that she already knows what she likes and what she's looking for? I'm still on the fence about that. I want to believe in this because it sounds really, really good. Yeah. You know? I – I like 85% believe this. I think there's two sides to the coin of it. I think there is that weird part that people dismiss that, you know, oh, like whatever you want, it will come to you as long as you want it enough. Yes. Um, or work for it. There is, a, there is a portion of it that is true, I feel like, because it influences the physical aspect of what you actually do, mm-hmm. who you actually go out and look for. Right. Um, that it's, a, lot of, a lot of stuff is mental. You know, they say in sports that it's, what, like 90% mental, 10% actual talent mm-hmm. or, or whatever 80 percent mental 20 percent talent okay. five or 15 percent talent five percent luck could be whatever you know and i feel like that also applies to life when you're talking about things like this um as far as the law of attraction goes um you have those thoughts you have those ideas like you said and especially if you're like really strongly attached to it like i'm assuming like once you write it down it becomes much more real to you they yeah. say that in school too like when, paper. when you write Pen something paper, when yeah. you write something down it's a lot more present in your mind yeah um, then, you know, just writing it in the notes in your phone or just thinking about it. So, yeah, I, I do think it could be beneficial to do things like that. But I also don't think that it's only the fact that you want that you want it. I think that subconsciously has an effect on what you do in real life outside, you know, with other people and in social um, settings, social settings. Yeah. I don't know. See, ever since I started looking into this, I specifically... I guess with the things I really want, I started doing it. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's just, it hasn't happened yet, but I feel like it's only really like half, it's gotten me like halfway there. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not at the end of my the journey that, you know, I'm writing about or whatever, but I don't know. See, I'm, again, I'm 85% into this. 
15%. I don't even know why I'm looking at this right now, if that makes any sense. I think I kind of know what you mean. Do you think that you're going to start doing this with anything? I mean, I am kind of already have been. But like pen to paper. Pen to paper is kind of hard, but if you do look at like my notes that I take when I do write down things, it's usually like ideas that I have of things that I want to do, you know. Also, same thing goes with like the whiteboard. I feel like I have the whiteboard for that. Yeah. Um, that kind of takes place instead of like having a specific. At this point, thing. I think we but should we I, should just create a, a whiteboard brand under our names. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I right. think I, I am going to start doing that. Just writing down exactly what I want to do, what I want out of life, and how I want to feel based on it. Maybe it'll help me get help me have a, more of a sense of clarity in terms of what I should be doing. I feel like you're going to do this with music, but is there anything else you want to do it with? I mean, maybe with some, like, business things, maybe with certain things about us as a relationship. But the thing is, like, the reason why I don't make such a focal point on our relationship as much as you do, to be honest with you, I think Mm -hmm. our listeners have already noticed, is because I feel like we're already good. I know, but... I do feel like we do need improvement, but I think that it is going to be... That's, like, without saying. Like, you don't have to say that we need to improve. I I think there is just things that we're going to naturally improve on all the time. Suggestion, yeah, obviously is what is needed. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't put enough importance on certain things, but I do think that we have a good thing going, and that is going to keep going as long as we keep taking good care of it. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think it's also because... How do I say this? I think that, for me at least... I, I put more importance into our relationship as a topic and in general because I, I'm i scared of failing. Okay. I'm scared of, especially with, what with you, you know? So but why do you think we would fail? I don't think we will. That's the thing. I don't, I don't believe that we will fail. I don't either. I don't, I'm not manif- manifesting that into our life. Yeah. But there's always that little fear... Because I come from a long line of divorce. Almost everyone in my family is I feel divorced. That, I feel that sometimes, too. You know? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I get scared based on your family's history. Is like, okay, well, what's she going to do? Right. Literally everyone in my family has been divorced or separated aside from one of my cousins. But that's something I think we could talk about in another video. Right. But But is also Episode, yeah. um, pretty important is breaking toxic family yeah. um, and we will habits talk about or characteristics that. or... Just traits that your family has. Um, I'm not exactly sure what they're called specifically, like just issues that your your family's issues, like bringing along your family's issues into your life. Basically, I think that would classify it. There's, there's two different episodes I'm planning along those lines. There's one that's childhood trauma. Okay. And then there's other ones of healthy and unhealthy um, dynamics in a family, basically. Okay. I forgot what I named it, but something like that. Okay. And I don't know. I feel like that's where, where it comes from. Hmm. You know, I know this is a tangent and all, but but that's where it comes from. It's from, um, you. you know, I'm I'm scared to fail in our relationship because that has been, always been there. Like that failure of relationship has always been in my life. And I see it too. A lot of my friends have families like that as well. You're yeah. not the only one. Right. Um, very few of my friends have like a normal family where – Mom and dad are together, and I'm sure that applies to a lot of people. To me, normal is what I've seen my entire life is my family. They've My parents have always been together. I have a little sister there that's 11 years younger than me. Yeah. Um, 
you know, 10 and a half, 11 years younger than me. So they're going to stay together at least until she's 18. But I, I'm pretty sure my parents are like the types that are going to stay together forever. Right. And that's and, also how my grandparents were. Yeah, that's true. Both, on both sides. Well, I know we strayed away from the main topic, but watch out for those uh, episodes because they will be coming. Mm-hmm. And I think those will be interesting between me and you because we come from a lot of childhood trauma. Okay. So um, I want to go ahead and give you the second quote to read. Okay. And here you go. <laughs> Alrighty. So the second quote says, um, change your thoughts and you change your world. And that's by Norman Vincent Peale. Change your thoughts and you change your world. Yeah. Um, to be honest, that's something I actually learned very early on. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually a psychology class I was taking, I had a professor, Mr. C, I won't say his full name, but he was actually one of my favorite teachers when I went to school, when I went to high school. Um, and the, one of the things he told me, he called it automaticity. It's like one of the first things that, um, yeah, it's one of the it's one of the very first things like your brain will instantly jump into like a certain mindset based on a situation, um, based on what your personality is and what your learned behaviors are. Um, but sometimes you have to stop that automaticity and really think about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you change your thoughts, you'll change the outcome um, of a certain scenario. Obviously, like I said earlier, there's a lot of chance throughout these things. Um, but the fact of the matter is that you have to control whatever it is that you can control. And I feel like that's um, part of the lesson that he was trying to implement to us with by saying that. Okay. That sounds really good. I like that. Yeah. So I do agree with that. Like once again, partially, but not entirely wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. Just based on the fact that sometimes there's things that can happen that might hold you outside of, um, your desired outcomes. There's always that variable of, of failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wanted to use that quote to wrap up the, the scripting. Okay. But I want to go ahead and read this one out loud because um, I want to go into our next topic that I personally, I feel like is something that we both can do a lot more. Okay. We are, we do this a lot, I feel like, but not as much as we should. Okay. Okay. And it goes, gratitude for the present moment and the fullness of life now is the true prosperity. And that's by Eckhart Tolle. Okay. So just being appreciative of the moment is what brings you prosperity is what he's trying to say. Right. But I feel like I, I really like that quote for that reason. But um, another thing that's really important in the law of attraction is gratitude. Hmm. Okay. So. How so? Because I feel like the first part, the scripting part, it's more so to get you in the mindset, you know, for the future. Right. So acting like the future is now. But gratitude is being grateful for the now. So the um, the ritual that, I mean, I don't want to call it a ritual because it sounds, you know, witchcrafty and I'm not about that. But <laughs> the base, you know, what you have to do um, is basically write down things, per- people or situations that you're grateful for now. Okay. Okay. Um, and obviously you can do that for the future tense too, you know, um, I'm grateful for the life as a millionaire, even though you're not, but more importantly, focusing on the now, right? So you can say, 
I am thankful for the life that I'm living right now. I'm thankful for the partner that I have, the dog that I have, because we have a dog. (laughs) Her name is Princess. You might hear her flapping her ears every now and then (laughs) in the episodes. It sounds like I'm tapping my lap. Yes. But it's actually her ears going crazy when she she does her little dog. Or when she yawns, she's so cute. Yeah, she yawns a lot. I'm so grateful for her. She falls asleep when we're talking because she gets so tired and bored. Yeah, she likes attention. Let us know if we're monotone. I feel like sometimes we can be. I think. Me especially. Really? Yeah. I'm used to your voice. Thank you. I think it's a serious voice because we we use our non-serious voice with each other all the time. And especially with our dog, too. Yes. Yeah. But I'm thankful for your monotone voice, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I'm thankful for the fact that we have this podcast and we're able to talk. For sure. You know, in a deep sense. For sure. And get things off our chest. It's a good de-stressor. Yeah. Um... So there's people that actually have gra- uh, gratitude journals. They call them gratitude journals. So basically you have um, a journal that gives you a prompt and you write down, let me, let, I, w- I found some, I want to read a few. There's some that are like, eh. So one of the prompts that they named is name a highlight of your day. Okay. Or what made you smile today? Recall a time you needed and receives encouragement. So, so things like that. And I don't know. I, I really like this because sometimes it's hard to think of things to be grateful for. Because if you're doing this every day, there's going to be maybe like um, a shortage of things to name. Mm-hmm. Not that there is actually, but your brain will stop, you know, coming up with things to be grateful for because you've already said them. You yeah. know? I don't know. What do you think about that? I think gratitude is very important Um, just in terms of mental health. Like if you are always feeling salty about something, you're going to, like we were talking about earlier, you're going to have those negative emotions and you're going to act on those negative emotions in a negative manner and bring bring apart um, negative outcomes. Right. Which is what you're trying to avoid. Um, So gratitude is what kind of helps reinforce those positive thoughts and those positive feelings, um, which in turn plays into what we're talking about here, which is the law of attraction. So I, I can right. see why it's a very important part, and I do understand that. Yeah. Um, some people might call BS on that, but it goes into the sense of that subconscious thinking, like what I was talking about. If you're positive for one thing, you're going to just want to keep it there or make it better. Yeah. Um, and that reinforces what your actions in the real world and real life will be. No, for sure. Um, I think what I really like about this is even if you're not following the law of attraction, you know, necessarily you could do this regardless you know yeah there's always something to be grateful for period that's true there's nothing there's not a time that you can't think of one thing at least the thing i feel like is hard is because you have to do so many different things to follow this law of attraction yeah it's a lot of writing i don't i don't think it's a lot of time yeah that's true it does take some time away a chunk of time at least but i think that you could find the time to to do this and you don't really need a whole hour to do this you can do it in three minutes you know i think i might do it tonight actually when i get off from work i'm gonna be working until midnight but as soon as i get back home i'm probably not gonna be tired no so i don't think you will yeah. we always stay up and talk but um and i don't work until 2 p.m tomorrow so that's true that would be good i personally have i know i'm not very religious to some people's extent but i do have a a, a what is it called? A little book that gives me a 
a quote from the Bible, a verse, and then it explains it. And I feel like that's when I have my gratitude moment after I read that because it makes me, it gets me, you know, religion always gets me thinking. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be about, you know, Jesus and all that stuff, but it just makes me appreciate life more. So that's when I have my gratitude moment. For me, religion, um, when I pray especially, kind of just takes away fear and anxiety in the moment. Or helps me cope with stress in a certain way. I remember, and it all stems from like when I was a kid, um, and I would have like, not nightmares, but I'd be scared to go to sleep in the night, and I would just pray, and it would take away my fear. Yeah, and Uh, I think sometimes with that, um, we always go to religion when we're scared or whatever, Mm -hmm. but we hardly ever go to it when we're grateful. At least I don't. Do you? I feel like I don't. Not not as much as I should. Not as much as I should, yeah. Yeah. But we do have a whole podcast at, uh, p- podcast episode dedicated to religion. Yeah. Well, uh, different well, cultures are different, different cultures and yeah. different religions. It's a biracial. We're a biracial couple. And different religions. And different religions, yeah. Check yeah. that out because you'll understand where we're coming from. Yeah. But the other thing is a lot of people don't, um, don't vocalize their gratitude. Unless it's Thanksgiving, (laughs) you know, like there's little here and there like, oh, like, thank you or, you know, whatever. But my whole family, when we got together for Thanksgiving, at least on my dad's side, we would go around the whole entire family and being like, oh, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. But I don't think I've ever had another moment in outside of that. Outside of that. That's like everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like you might. It depends on the circumstance you might see that like in certain with certain people like for example um when when i would go to mosque like you know they make you feel like oh you should be grateful for this and that right um i don't know if they do the same thing are you actually feeling this episode yeah okay it doesn't seem like you do yeah no i do okay okay but yeah um stuff like that i feel like you you'll notice people being grateful but in the general sense of like people who are just living day-to-day life like us um, no. Yeah, you're right. It's it's kind of tough to hear people being thankful like that. They're kind of just secluded to one day a year. And even yeah. that is kind of like a money grab because there's a lot of money around Thanksgiving and... And, and, and then Black Friday the next day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's not really... You're thankful for everything and then you're self-indulgent the yeah. very next day. So And, and then, then you Monday also got again, Cyber, Cyber Monday, Monday as well. <laughs> right. So it's kind of funny. It It is. It's ironic, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. To me, it is. Yeah. But I feel like that's just a pro- product of... The you know corporate America, corporate America, yeah, but more so our society, <laughs> yeah, of, no, of how our society is. True. We take a lot of things for granted, yeah, um, that we shouldn't. To be honest, we even do it. We take sometimes each other for. Everyone's granted. guilty for it. There's nobody yeah. that can say that they're clean a hundred percent. But I think some people maybe, but I really doubt it. There's not that many of them. That's true. I think why we should be doing this is for that reason, though. Yeah, I think this is what it's, you know. This is why it's important. Okay. What do you mean? Can you explain that a little bit more? Yes. Because the gratitude is the now. Okay. You're striving for the future, right? Yeah. But the gratitude is now. If you're not grateful for anything now, you'll never be grateful even if you succeed. But then and let me, said that before. Let me ask you this. What yeah. about if you have a hard situation that you never want to feel again, that you never want to be in again? Like, like let's say uh, an athlete who loses a game. And they never want to feel the sting of loss again. So that they go and they go and they work out even harder. Um, I feel like my... That can I'm, also I'm, play into it. I'm an optimist, though. 
Okay. You know this. Yeah, well, I think for it, the most part, I think it depends on your outlook of life. That's true, but being an optimist, I feel like I would be grateful in that situation because I would know what it's like to fail. Okay. I would know what it's like to lose, so that would motivate me to not want to ever feel like that. Exactly okay. how you just said it, but just I'm grateful that that happened because I know that I'm gonna work so hard to the point where I, you know, I don't want to feel that again. Okay. I guess it just depends on your viewpoint of it, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's more of the glass half full outlook. You get it? Yeah, I can see what you mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm not necessarily, I don't want to categorize myself as an optimist or a pessimist. I feel like I can be either. It depends on the time. Yeah, no, for sure. We both For can. the most part, I mean, can. I feel like I can be pessimistic mostly, but that's just the way people perceive things. I have a lot of hope within me, you know, a lot of hope for yes. the future and a lot of, otherwise I wouldn't have as much ambition as I do. If there was no hope behind it, then forget about it. This is probably going to sound, you know, not, I don't know, this is going to sound whatever it's going to sound like, but it's hard for me to be pessimistic because I feel like my pessimism turns into obviously negativity and then it just makes me feel bad and I don't really want to feel bad. So I'd rather just be op- optimistic Okay. and be grateful for stuff. I see what you mean. Yeah. But, um... So what would you say that you're grateful for? And would you start implementing these things? In the, or would you be, start implementing the um, gratitude aspect of law of attraction into your life? Yeah, I, th- I definitely do think it's important, like I said, just to keep your mental health in a positive state. Um, I'm, gra- I'm grateful for a lot of things. I'm grateful for the fact that, you know, I'm able to afford living outside of my parents' house at mm-hmm. an early age, right. earlier than most of my peers. Um, maybe not as early as some people, but I'm 22, about to be 23. I moved out when I was, what, 21, right? No, you were, yeah, I guess I we think both I was, were. I think I was 21. It was 2019 when I moved out. I turned 22. It was 2019. It was early. 2013. December. Yeah. Um, so, what? yeah, I think I was 21 when I moved out, like yeah. almost turning 22. Um, so, yeah, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that we discovered that you want to do a podcast that we were mm-hmm. able to do it i'm yeah. grateful for the fact that i was able to take 2020 off music wise as far as like putting things out and sit back and stockpile everything that i wanted to yeah you stockpiled a lot and yeah i got a lot of good songs i got a lot of garbage songs i got a lot of songs in the works but all in all i've been able to do a lot and um i'm really grateful for that because i have just so much ready i'm to grateful go. i'm grateful that we realized and and we're um, actually striving for the goals that we have always wanted to do or that we're now realizing we want to do. We're actually working towards them. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful for the fact that we went through a lot of hardships Yeah. where we lived that previously. Um, yes. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but basically the landlord where we lived that before wouldn't really help us out with certain things. He was things. really like... Yeah. He was um, nice He was a nice person. guy, but he was pretty cheap with, with repairs really cheap. and... Other stuff. Um, it was just bad. It was really bad, and I'm it glad was not that a good living situation. I'm glad that we went through that because now we came here, and what you would think would be worse because we're in an apartment, but actually the apartment is it's way better. Way better. It's way better, yeah. and maybe we don't necessarily feel a sense of community here, but it's a lot better than where we lived at before. We didn't sense a, um, a, a sense of community over there either. No, not at all. No, not at all. If anything, it was the opposite. People wanted us <laughs> out. 
Yeah. I feel like. The next door neighbor wanted us out because, well, you would always be more working on music. and yeah. I, Understandable, I guess. Understandable, but then there was times where it was ridiculous. Like, it'll be in the middle yeah. of the day and then they start knocking and telling us That's to turn true. the music down. It's like, all right, man, like, I get it. <laughs> but there's limits to how much you can control other people and what they're doing. And, and sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and be like, all right, well, I can't do anything about it right now. Yeah. Like, they have a life, too. And I I feel like we understand that, too. That's why we're not always yelling at our upstairs neighbors. That's true. You know, you did text them yesterday and tell them, hey, your kids are stomping. But that's different. We were working on things. And it had been a whole week. We were pretty much putting up with their stuff. Exactly. So it's a different thing. really. But, But, you know, some people, they don't have that understanding. Yeah. But uh, moving on to the next. So the next most important thing. So it's been scripting and then gratitude. So the next thing is affirmations. Do you know what that is? To a certain extent affirmation something that affirms your belief in something something yeah. that keeps you that that solidifies a, a belief or a, a pattern of um, behaviors yes so in the law of attraction basically and and you know what i'm, I'm going to say this and i'm going to sound really head-ass for this but it's trending on tiktok right now okay that's not why i know of it again it's because of those youtube videos that kept popping up on the side of you know being like watch this now yeah <laughs> or something but um it's definitely trending right now, you know. Okay. And um, it's it's kind of like basically what you said, you know. It's more so – so it's called affirmations. So mm-hmm. most of the time people do it either when they first wake up or as they're going to sleep or both. You know, obviously there's people that do it throughout the days. Yeah. But in the morning when you wake up, I do it mostly at – Night or in the morning. It depends. If I w- if I forget one time, I do it the other time. I-, I don't really do it both, to be honest with you, because, you know, I would like to. But So basically what you would do is there's, like, a few phrases that you can say to yourself. And, you know, like you say, like, I'm successful. I'm a bad B. Or, you yeah. know, n- not to those extents, but you would say something that you are, that you Believe want to you be. Or that you try And to you be, say yeah. it to yourself every single day. Okay. Multiple times a day is ideally, but just every day. Hmm. And basically, it gets you in that positive mindset. So now it's not just writing it down. It's living it and telling yourself. It's telling yourself. And it's not to the extent of like, oh, I'm already successful, like scripting. It's basically saying like, I'm successful. Okay. It's like, it's an affirmation. You're affirming yourself of it, you know? Hmm. What do you think about that? Give I me don't feedback. know. Um... <laughs> If I had to be real with you, I f- me personally, I feel like this is probably the least helpful of, of all the things. To a certain extent, but just I feel be, like it's just for to the be positivity. Real with you. I feel like it is positive and it is there and it does exif- exist for the positive mindset, but the person, the type of person that I am, that wouldn't really help me with much. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to see it to believe it a lot of times. Um, as far as like my own life, you know, in terms of like things that I want to do. Like if I see the success, mm-hmm. then I believe it. I don't believe it if I'm telling myself that. Then I just start feeling delusional after a while. Um, and all and all kind of weird. That's that's where the law of attraction kind of gets me um, not believing in it, I guess I want to say, is because there's aspects like that to it. That is like, all right, I understand the mental game aspect portion of it, like what that's doing for you. But then again, like some people see right through that. And having the knowledge of that just kind of makes it less realistic. Maybe I might be too looking too much into it or not looking too not, not looking far enough into it. Yeah. I do understand like where the positivity where it plays into like ha- keeping that positivity like I said once again, but 
it only does so much. I feel like the other things are more helpful. It, it, having a reminder, yeah. you know, having the affirmations is one thing, but having, you know, an actual thing to look back on or um, just having gratitude overall, I feel like does a lot more for your mental health than just telling yourself, yes, I'm a champion. Um, to a certain extent, you can get narcissistic if you follow that too much. That's true. I feel like I was going to say that towards the end, though, because mm. I feel like it does sound narcissistic. It sounds selfish, and to a certain extent, it sounds sometimes unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if that's that's why the gratitude part is really helpful, like how we were talking. Okay. Because I feel like if, if you don't do that, you know, you're basically just writing down what your dream life is. And then just telling yourself that you are. But here's the thing. I feel like you wouldn't be striving for your dream life if you didn't already believe that you are that person or that you're capable of being that person. That's true. Um, At least for me, as far as being a musician, I wouldn't be striving as hard as I am to be a successful musician if I didn't think that I could be one, to be honest with you. And I get a lot of compliments and stuff, but there's still a lot more work that I need to do, which is why I keep pushing. Um, But if I had to be real with you, I don't sit back and tell myself, yes, I'm a famous musician already, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be, like, it's more so, like, in my head, I tell myself, I'm going to be that person. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really more so what it is. I, I don't, feel like there's a fine line. Yeah. There's you can be, you can be pretty head-ass with it, you yeah. know? I don't know. I feel like I would, I, I think I would, I'm going to start doing affirmations, but not to, like, that extent, not to the full extent of what it should be as this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I should just start doing it to things that matter to me, which is basically the point of, you know, affirmations is something that matters to you, right? Yeah. But like how you said, it, to a certain extent, it does sound narcissistic. I agree with you there. Hmm. Um, but again, it's just basically how it makes you feel, you okay. know? Yeah, well, there's nothing know. wrong with it if some people do it. It just depends on your mindset That's true. and how you look at it. I think if you have the right mindset and you do this, it should not affect you fully. Yeah. To the point that or it negatively. will turn... Yeah, negatively to the point that it turns you narcissist. I agree. Narcissistic. But um, I want to name a few other things that I feel like would help. So there's the affirmations, the gratitude, the scripting. But what I really liked is this. I feel like this would be helpful for the both of us. It's mood tracking. Okay. So basically, it's, it's just what it sounds like. Tracking you, how you feel throughout the day. You track your mood. Or you can do it like once daily. Or, you know, morning, afternoon, whatever. But I want to start doing that because I feel like sometimes even though I know for a fact that I've been happy throughout the whole day, there's something that happens and makes me feel a little bit less happy. I don't want to call it depression because, again, I haven't been diagnosed. Yeah. But I feel, you know, less happy. Let's call it that. You fall into a slump throughout the day. Where you just want to be self-indulgent and try to make yourself happy again. Yes. By doing things that don't necessarily make you happy. But the reason why I want to do this mood tracking thing is because I want to see if there's a pattern as to what makes me feel that way. Hmm. Because maybe it's just me, you know, something that's chemically happening to my brain. And I want to know whether it is or it's not. Or maybe it might be a specific situation that you go through that you yes. may not notice is what is actually affecting me. Affecting you or, or the bringer of that bad mood. Yeah, I want to say why... I think why that's a good thing to I, do. I want to address it. I don't think we've addressed it. I want to address why I think that I'm depressed and why I haven't been diagnosed. Okay. Again, 
childhood uh, trauma, yes. I don't think that I will fully go into it again in this podcast ever. Mm. That's something that is with me. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously you know of it, but still, it's with me. And why I haven't been diagnosed, honestly, is because, you know, paying for a psychologist or whatever you do. Was, is, is it a, psycholo- a psychologist, right? Psychologist, psychiatrist. Psychiatrists are doctors up. that can actually prescribe you things, though. Okay. I don't know that I would want to take anything for me personally because I feel like even, like, ibuprofen messes with me. But yep. anyway, that's a whole other thing. I wouldn't want to take any neurotransmitters. I don't believe in them, to be honest with you. If I had to tell you the truth, I don't believe that taking a pill can help everybody. I think there are certain people There's who need it. There's some people that do need it, definitely. But I don't think it's a fix-all for every single problem. I think mental health is a really delicate thing that requires a lot of nuance, especially around mental health professionals. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to just blanket everything. You know, here's some take some Xanax if you have anxiety. But some people might have different triggers, and the Xanax might just make it worse. Yeah. And end up exacerbating the issues instead of actually helping them. Um, and we know people that that's happened to, to be honest. Yeah. Um, maybe more on minor scales, but I'm, yeah. you know, I, I try not to pay too much attention to other people. But, the but like reason, I said, I mean, I'm glad that my mom didn't have me on Ritalin or anything like that early no. on because I feel like I would be a completely different person. Yeah. No, um, definitely. I, I agree with I you. I personally don't feel like I have many mental issues. Like I have been previously diagnosed with minor depression. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout like a certain time in my life, back when I was like still in high school, I believe. Um, but other than that, you know, I kind of realized that everything is dependent on, on me and my mental, my feelings a lot of the time are, are a reflection of how I feel about where I'm at in life. Right. But basically the reason why I haven't visited is because, you know, it's not accessible to me for my income. Yeah. Basically I can't afford it. I'm I got broke. it. I'm not broke, but it is expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> and that's just the whole whole separate issue that we could talk about. But that yeah. plays into like, you know, public health care and, yeah. you know, just being able to have affordable care. Right. No, it's hard out here. <laughs> it is tough. It's it dope. is tough. But yeah, I, I definitely want to do the mood tracking. And then eventually once I go, I want to be able to bring that in and be like, hey, like, because I'm a research type of person. Maybe you are, too. I, don't, I think you are. No. Yeah, I can be. Depends on the thing. Depends on the subject if it interests me enough. Yeah, but I would like to bring that with and be like, hey, hopefully this helps you and you can help me. Um, But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much all that I want to talk about that, you know, the things that I, I felt like stood out to me the most. Obviously, we've talked about the vision board. We talked about how we should be positive. You know, the whole po- the po- point of this is to be positive throughout the whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, and then just, this is all manifestation. Yeah. Basically you're manifesting it. You know, that's what the law of attraction is. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I want to do is, well, there is a quote associated with it and I want you to read it. Okay. Here we are. So this is the last and final quote. Last and final quote. And it reads, um, don't be upset with the results. You didn't get with the work you didn't do. Um, that's that by again. an anonymous poster. So once more, it says, don't be upset with the results you don't get with the work you didn't do. That's right. So. Yeah, I agree with we that. Chose, pretty straightforward. I, yeah, I chose this quote for us, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> because I want to talk about how much of this, obviously, we believe in. We have yeah. throughout this whole entire thing, right? For the younger audiences, it's basically saying, don't be salty if you didn't do the work to put it in and that's you didn't right. get what you want. Thank you. <laughs> That's really helpful for yeah. people. But um, I chose this because it's true. You know, you can 
do this as much as you want. Mm-hmm. And I guess it is called the law of attraction. So it's just supposed to show up to you from what I got in my research. Yeah. But, but you also got to put in the work. You got to like we put in the about. work. You got to put in so much work. You can't just expect. It's kind of like the. You can't just want it and not do anything about it. Right. It's like that that thing that people say. It's you can't work a nine to five and expect to be a millionaire and like regularly, you know, yeah. the average Joe. Yeah. You can't just expect to save up to be a millionaire. Or you can't work the nine to five and expect the compensation of a millionaire. A millionaire. Yeah. Basically. I get that. Um, you got to work ten times harder. Yeah. Which and, is the scary part, but it's also there's a there's a fun aspect to it. Whereas if you love your work enough, it doesn't matter how many hours you're putting in. And that's how I feel with music a lot of times. But there's also a thin line of balance that you have to follow. Where it's like, are you taking care of yourself? You know, physically and mentally. Right. But yeah, I see where it's coming from. So yeah, you you got to put in the work if you want something out of any of this. Um, if all you do is just make some cool drawings, have a vision board, and tell yourself that you're grateful for for this and that, mm-hmm. it might not necessarily bring you everything that you're looking for. It might make you, it might put you in a better mental health state. But you also have to remember that there's things you still have to do to achieve those goals that you have. Um, yeah. There's real work, real groundwork that you have to put in. You know, if it's marketing a certain project, you have to do your hashtag research. You have to do the hard parts. You have to do the Facebook ad testing. That's very true. Raise the capital to have a marketing budget in the first place. Yeah. Um, There's a lot that goes into it. And, you know, wanting it is one thing, but actually doing it is another thing. But those, like I said, those are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I honestly agree with you. Again, I want to believe in this. I don't know if I actually do fully. Yeah. I think but it adds a lot of significance helpful. to something that's not too significant. Yeah. I, I think, have to be real with you. I think like how I said, I'm definitely going to start doing the gratitude thing. I feel like, again, that's something everyone and anyone should do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that I'll do it every day, but maybe there's a few times throughout the week that I'll check in and maybe do some gratitude stuff. Yeah. I think I'm going to start doing some of, of the affirmation things, like how I said, but not... The ones that sound cocky, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess they all kind of do, but there's a fine line again. And the mood tracking. Yeah, I think the mood tracking we should definitely do. I think that's a good way of, of breaking like... down your day and being able to realize what it is that makes you feel bad, what it is that makes you feel happy, and how to organize your actions throughout yeah. falling forward. And I'm going to be honest, I kind of already started. I have this app because when I was doing this research, mm-hmm. I downloaded this app because people were talking about it. Um, just look up any like move tracker, basically, I'm not going to name any apps, but, um, and, and I have been doing it for the past week and lately I feel like I've either been straight up happy or like, you know, to that degree or sad. I don't think that I've been very angry. Okay. Um, does it help you at all by tracking your emotions? Yes. Because, because it makes me reflect on exactly what it is. It, it it gives my emotion a name. And, like, yeah, there's, you know, the happy and the sad and the angry and all that. And, yeah, those are the names that I'm using. But what I'm trying to say here is the feeling, when you're feeling it, it's hard to acknowledge it sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes it's hard for me to acknowledge my feelings. Yeah. I just feel, you know. You don't know how to describe it necessarily. No. Sometimes it's really hard even when you are, or, you know, we ask each other, hey, how was your day or how are you feeling yeah. or how are you? Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to describe or, or we don't necessarily sometimes want to talk about it right away to each other. We just, you know, 
Yeah. But a lot of times I feel like I want something, but I don't know exactly what it is. Yes. And that's exactly, I feel like I obviously still feel like that because Mm -hmm. I don't know, sometimes it's, again, it's hard for me to accept what I'm feeling or yeah, that's a good word. Accept. Yeah. Accept because it's not as hard for me to acknowledge than to accept it. I see what you mean. Especially when it's negative because I don't like to feel anything negative. I don't like it. I feel it. But you have to feel it. it. You have to feel it to grow as an individual. Yeah. So there's always that constant battle between me of I feel it. I don't want to feel it, but I have to feel it because I know I should. And it's normal. And that's the only way you're going to get anything out of it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to keep feeling it and keep feeling sorry for yourself. That's right. I get it. That's the thinking cycle that you fall into with that. Yeah. It's a very tiring loop sometimes. Yeah, definitely. What would you say? Do you have any advice for anybody who's trying to break the cycle? I mean, I know we're still trying to, but. Yeah. Honestly, just keep trying. Don't ever give up. Yeah. It sounds corny, but it's true. Like, again, if you feel like this, I would definitely recommend as a (laughs) non-professional to do your mood tracking. Because, again, it gives a name to what you're feeling. It helps you acknowledge it. And. Process it. Process it. Yes. Accept accept it you know acceptance is really hard yeah i agree and i think that's not just for me i I hear it from a lot of people yeah so i think that's definitely something and i don't know if i recommend the scripting honestly i think i'm gonna do it i don't think that i just would recommend it just yet i think scripting is good it's good i think scripting is good i think the scripting and the gratitude are the most important pieces of information that help with the actual law of Attraction. Of attraction, yes, um, and and actually help influence you in, in in the real world scenario. Affirming, it could it could help you out. Um, I'm not gonna knock it because I haven't tried it yet, but at the same time, based on what it sounds like to me, it doesn't sound like the most special thing. It kind of sounds like a variation of what I already do, right? Um, but just a little bit more. I don't want to say head ass, but head ass. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, I think what's really keeping me away from the scripting is because, as when I was younger, I would always uh, write, you know, because I've talked about it last yeah. episode. I would read and write a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote—we both did. But I wrote my little book in whatever grade that was, yeah. and I was so happy about it. But when I start writing, I feel like to a certain extent, this is the point of it. But I start going too far, either too far into the future— and I forget what I have to do to get there, or it's it gets too many fictional. Things. Too many things. Yes, it gets too fictional, and I know that anything is possible. I I I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah. But to me, the in between now and then gets fictional. Mm-hmm. Not the there, you know, the in between, the filler yeah, part. I get what you mean. So I I feel like that's why I struggle with scripting. That's understandable. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much all I got for today. Do you want to add anything? No. I think that's about it. Um, I hope this helped. Yeah, me too. Or at least gave you some information if you've been questioning about it, you know, the subject. And obviously do your own research because there's a lot more that I definitely have missed here. Yeah. This is, again, just the gist, but I hope it helped. There's only so much you can do within an hour and some change. but um, Right. I think that's about it for today's episode. Thank you all for joining us once again of another episode of Raw Mentality Podcast. Thank you again. Um, <laughs> make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Raw Mentality Podcast. Yes, we have Instagram, Facebook, 
we're gonna start our TikTok and make sure that you stay tuned. Yes, Twitter too, soon. And make sure you stay tuned because we will start recording our videos. I know we've mentioned it before, Mm -hmm. but we'll start recording video to this audio and posting it on YouTube. Yes. And again, any questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and send it to us at bombmentalitypodcast at gmail.com. And then um, also, if you want to follow our personal social medias, I'm on Instagram as Pronto Valid. And she is on there as Princess underscore Sarai19. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Um, and thank you for joining us. Take care now. Bye.